छात्र अमिस्त्रोबीन हजार Okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Welcome to Don't Read the Latin. <laughs> we're in this episode. We're actually going to introduce ourselves before half an hour into the podcast. We didn't do that last time. I I no, we ended the episode. We end, yeah, yeah that the, we ended the and, episode by saying who we were. And on top of it, like I had thought I'd hit stop record because I was like, "What right. the fucking bullshit is this?" Yes. And now we and now we know this is my my podcast because like I've cursed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But well, we we definitely need to introduce ourselves this time because we have a, a full house this evening. Uh, I'm Michael Montour. I'm Jennifer Lovely. And there is. Uh, I'm handsome boyfriend Jim. I'm Jillian Venters of Gothic Charm School. I'm Jeff Harris of Fanboy News Network. And this is our end of year review. It Hooray! is. Yay! We're not reviewing the year itself for that one. Oh, wow. Swearing and crying. Well, you know, if but... we did want to talk about the very best horror show. That would be the election. Oh, man. That would be yeah. the election. Jesus Christ. I, I think Jen did give us the best Christmas gifts at dinner tonight. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. Etsy, I was able to get uh, Dumpster Fire. Christmas, uh, two, ornaments. Th- Christmas ornaments 2016 and I will make sure I shoot a picture to, yes. to Michael so we can share this joyousness definitely with the world. because they're beautiful they're really pretty and really kind of descriptive I, I think of. you actually sent me a picture the other day and said I should get these and I thought you were just joking about getting no. them and then no yeah never joke about dumpster yeah. fires <laughs> uh, so before we get into our top tens or top whatevers with Jim. Don't look at me. I am judging. Oh my there, god. He's like three lists. Wow. Well, I got list happy. I don't know. Okay, so box you know, kids. This is going to be a bummer. Like salty water, that'll clear right up. <laughs> Why am I what? sitting next to you? Because you're my sister. <laughs> Damn it. So I went on a movie watching binge because I was trying to catch up on stuff I hadn't seen so far this year. So I didn't do that. Well, sometimes Yay. other years you have. Do you realize that this is the fourth year-end review? Is it really? It is. Only shit I thought it was just the third. No, because no. remember we did the one with Fanboy News Network. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So technically yeah. before you were... And then right, we've done right. two is okay. Don't Read the Latin and the, right. the third is Don't Read the Latin. Okay. Excellent. Because, fuck yeah. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please rate and review on iTunes because it puts us in the basic podcasting charts so that we show up under searches. And we have, the last I checked, we had eight ratings and we had, I think, five reviews, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds right. So, fuck yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Definitely. We, we really appreciate the response on that. So thank you to the people who have left reviews. So. Yeah, so. With I, our... I have a whole bunch of stuff that isn't on my top ten that I've seen. Yeah, that's fine. And then some odd random stuff. Um, we've had a couple of horror movie Fridays. We've shown Crimson Peak, which was a rewatch for Yay. a bunch of us. Mm-hmm. And a first time watch for a bunch of us. Mm-hmm. 
So, Jeff, this was a first time viewing for you? No, I've seen it in the theater. It was like a third time viewing for me. <laughs> well, then never mind. A dare. No, 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 it was I a think... first time viewing for, for Larissa. I okay. can't, it, yeah, and it was the first time that my girlfriend Adara had, had mm-hmm. seen it. Um, still well received, still so yeah, absolutely so beautiful and wonderful. Oh, and I don't movie. think uh, Liz, Liz had seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can recite the dialogue. Yeah, I basically, what a sweetheart. <laughs> I know. And then, what did we see? What did we watch? Oh, we watched Krampus last week, which yes. I think I'm going to do as a holiday tradition. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, it, that was it's really good. Having seen it again, I have to say I think it's a really good, solid Christmas movie, mm-hmm. as it well is. as being a, a fun horror comedy. Mm-hmm. It is, actually. So um, it, and more beautiful than, I think, that was, it was beautifully shot. The creature design was fantastic. Yeah. I had forgotten how well shot it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it is it is a much prettier movie than it actually needs to be. Yes. <laughs> Which <laughs> I, I appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, up to a point. Mm-hmm. That we, we appreciate uh, that. Oh, uh, okay. Fair point. Fair point. We will <laughs> so, discuss so, that later. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming that's not on your top ten. Was... I have it labeled on my list as the worst. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. One that I want to mention that isn't on my top ten list, though it was really good, was The Wailing, which is a, a Korean movie. Um, that's on a lot of people's top ten lists this year. It's it's really good. Um. I think I probably would have enjoyed it more had I seen it on my big screen mm-hmm. and had I not watched a lot of it uh, on my phone which is going to make a lot of uh, cinephiles out there just weep oh and um, one of the movies I'm going to be talking about today I watched entirely on my phone yeah I watched so. a bunch of stuff on my phone just because yeah. um, I watched on breaks at work and mm-hmm. it was when I had time to do things uh, The Wailing is is well done it's a, a very um, it's just a well told story the problem is, and why I watched a lot of it on my phone, was the fact that it is 156 fucking minutes long. That's like, long. It's, it is so long. It wow. is Yeah, it's like 20 minutes shy of three hours. Good and it, and it doesn't feel terribly like it is that very long. I mean, because it's, it's pretty... The story's moving along at a great pace. Sure. Um... But it's just, it was, I don't have that kind of time, typically, in a single stretch. Yeah, seriously. To watch an entire movie. And it's um, longer than Armageddon. I wasn't aware that that was a particularly lengthy movie, it, but it I don't is, remember actually, much yeah. about it. It feels like it's Because I rewatched it for the sake of a friend's podcast, and when I first queued it up and saw how long it was, I was like, how much do I like Jesse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I actually like him enough to rewatch all of this movie since it's about a week long? <laughs> Um, um, has everybody gone to see Rogue One? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Saw it today. Such a fantastic movie. Yep. I was very, very pleased with it. Yeah. Um, it's been really interesting to me to read about just how extensive the reshoots must have been because there's a ton of footage from the trailers that didn't make it didn't, in. Yeah. yeah. We're rebels. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the one line that made me fall in love with the character from the trailer. It was not didn't, actually didn't even show. in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of that stuff. But the movie we did get is pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. Really yeah. Well I thought done. it was a really well told story, and and I definitely look forward to seeing it again in the theater. I'm I'm worried that Jim is being so quiet. I know he's. Well, I watched Rogue One. I very much enjoyed it. Unlike you with your experience in Armageddon, I did not want to close my eyes. <laughs> Did not want to fall asleep. I will hit you. I will if I am earwormed with that. I am going to kill you. This this I, I this is this. not a feeling that that 
people don't have yeah, around the yeah. gym. There are many people I, who want mm, to hit one, him. One of the things that made me very happy was, hey, Western audiences, welcome to Donnie Yen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those of us who have been into Hong Kong cinema for years... Already there, know, but you get to share the joy that is Donnie Yen. There now. were a few people in the theater that I was in who cheered when he came on the screen, and that made me very happy. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first introduction to him, so... Oh, have we yeah. got movies to show you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have seen Moana. Moana. Now. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't I really seen want it yet either. To. It's really good. I, I, I really... bought the soundtrack before we even hit the escalator to, go, to leave the theater. <laughs> well, I honestly, at this point, if I had to do an assessment of my overall favorite film of the year... Moana right now is kind of leading the pack. Yeah. I, I, also think I enjoyed it. I also think it's interesting that if you look at things really critically from the beginning of November till now, mm-hmm. there was one week where a Disney film was not the number one film in the mm-hmm. country. Because mm-hmm. he starts with Doctor Strange. Right. And there was okay. one week where Doctor Strange was not number one and then Moana came out. And Moana was number one until Rogue One came out. Right. So... Uh, and Disney had already broke box office records for most money made by a studio before Doctor Strange came out. Yeah. Right. So. I know that you did go see Doctor Strange. I did go see Doctor Strange. What was your thoughts? Uh, I thought that it was a visually amazing movie uh, that let me down in the script. Yeah. I, I The script was hmm. fairly, it was it, not just average, but the dialogue in it was, was okay. I loved Baron Mordo. Because he actually had a purpose other than generic evil version of good guy number 65. Mm. Which um, is the, the standard Marvel plot. Which is, yeah, because yeah. it's like, well, Baron Mordo's the evil Doctor Strange. Okay, yeah, that's ish. great. Which yeah. is kind of his character in the comics, which, yeah. which I agree. But he's a much he's better not character in, this. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. he's a much he, better realized character. Yeah, so um, I will say that, yes, that it had they, the characters uh, were great. I loved Wong. Uh, there's just uh, tons of really good stuff in there, but the the script itself was so like just average, like almost aggressively average for a superhero <laughs> movie. That I was like, oh, all right, well, it it's really pretty, which, which is really odd because you know this should have been them branching out into really new territory with the introduction of magic into the Marvel universe. That yeah, seems like a, an excuse to do a, a real genre shift. Well, yeah. In the end, they adhered to pretty closely to the Doctor Strange origin from the comics. Yeah. Which is fairly generic superhero origins of the, you know, white guy goes and masters another culture variety. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, so I haven't seen it yet. Um, it- I, I wasn't jumping into, I just... It, it, I think I've kind of casually mentioned this. I've I've casually mentioned this in regards to going to conventions. I have social anxiety. Yeah. Um, And what I go out to do in larger crowds, it just, as the years pass, gets smaller and smaller. My bandwidth is really small right now. And one of my things that is pretty huge trigger for me is movie theaters. Because there's always somebody that's talking or answering their phone or having a conversation or just being an asshole and um and you had that that one bad experience that you talked about yeah you know and so it's and the thing is is a lot of time when when i get into the theater it's like when i get to a lot of conventions i'm like really really stressed up to the point where i'm at the convention and then i have fun and so i get really really stressed up to and depending on how well i'm doing that day like it it deters me entirely from going to theater and i just did not like the idea of dr strange well enough to get past to, that. to leap that hurdle yeah um that, that they makes need, sense. yeah 
And and they need to fucking stop whitewashing Asian characters. Yeah, yeah. You know, and one of the things I never that thought I've I'd heard... be upset that Tilda Swinton was cast in a role. Yeah, I, I never thought I would be upset that Tilda yes. Swinton was cast in a role. And you know, there was a lot of there was a bunch of stuff that was posted about online where um, Mark Cho got really was really outspoken and was very upset about a conversation that she'd had with Tilda Swinton about being angry about whitewashing. Right. Tilda Swinton in response released the con- the emails that had gone back and forth between them, which a lot of people jumped on the Tilda bandwagon of, well, look at how measured she is and look at how she's not being dismissive. But the problem is, and, and I, I can tell, Julie, you, you've got a look on your face. The problem is that she did all, she put all of the um, emotional labor of what the problem was with her casting onto Margaret Cho to explain to her and did a lot of well. You need I'm you know I'm in, uneducated in these areas, so you should explain to you me explain it to me why this is a problem instead of saying I've been cast in what was an Asian character. I should probably do some research as to why this might be problematic and what I can do to. My only complaint with with how that conversation has been presented in the press because mm-hmm. I think you and I read the same articles about yeah. it is. Yes, Margaret Cho is a comedian. She minds her life for comedy. and But the way she presented the conversation she had with mm-hmm. Tilda was markedly different than how the emails read. Yeah. Tilda absolutely should not have put the emotional labor on Margaret Cho. She should not have done any of that. But when Margaret Cho first talked about, yeah, I had these email conversations with Tilda Swinton... Margaret Cho made herself sound like she was much more upfront about her discomfort with having this yep. conversation yeah. than came across in those emails. Yep, very and true. There was a bunch of mishandling on yeah. both ends, but the bottom line is they need to stop fucking whitewashing Asian characters in yes. movies. Yes. Yeah. Particularly it, Marvel, they have a real problem with that. Yes, yeah. well, a lot of people do. And I've, I've heard, and are you going to go into I was just the say, generalization on, of well, the characters? Well, on, on the heels of, of Iron Fist, yeah, they've got a real problem. It's not Iron Fist isn't whitewashing. It's the blatant white man masters another culture. He's the white savior of, of everything. And they absolutely should have done an Asian character in there. But yeah, I was just going to say... I loved, I loved your discussion when we were talking about it, that they could have... Um, an, an Americanized Asian man yes, who, who hasn't done anything with his culture ever who gets brought back in to learn about yeah, his the, history and his culture. Right. The story of so many immigrants is that yeah. when they come into America, their parents are like, you're not going to learn you our, know, language. our language. You're not going to learn our culture. You are American. So yeah. You're going to assimilate as much as possible. So you a, do that with his backstory. There's yeah. a very recent episode of Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men where they talk, they're exploring the Psylocke character, and when they had the storyline that shifted her to being transformed from British to an Asian-looking character. Mm-hmm. And so they brought an Asian-American author onto that, and she did discuss, though, because that storyline also included Jubilee, who, yes. is, yeah. who is Asian and aggressively American. And they talk just about that and how... And it, I've only ever seen the cartoons, which presents her as almost entirely... I mean, like... It, 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 you wouldn't know from the cartoons. You, you wouldn't know yeah. from the cartoons that she was that Asian she's Chinese, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at all. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's. Uh, uh, that, I, I just pointed that as if you want to hear a really interesting take on that part of the culture, mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of the actor's name from Supernatural because I felt he would have been the perfect uh, Asian Iron oh. Fist. Oh, uh, sorry, cop. Uh, no, no, I'm Chow. sorry. I'm thinking of yeah. thinking of uh, Grimm. Sorry. No, no. I'm thinking yeah, Oscar yeah. Chow. Yeah. I think he would have made a great Iron Fist. Um, yeah. But the thing I was going to say too about just about Doctor Strange is that Marvel, and I'm not caveat here. I am not excusing the whitewashing of the character, but Marvel was in a kind of a sticky wicket there. Because the original, the Tilda Swinton's character, the ancient one, the original was... character of that was the stereotypical, yeah. wise Asian master of whatever discipline martial there arts thing. There has to be a way of navigating that without yes. erasing yeah. the culture and the race. I, absolutely. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not excusing yeah. the whole thing. I mean, I, I get the, they the, don't the want pitfalls it. they were trying yeah. to avoid. So they, so they said, well... Let's gender flip it, and then they went with and a white we'll make, woman. And we'll make her a Celtic. Yeah, you know, you could, from what I've gathered. You could make her. You could have cast a black woman, and they're you know they still they, they, well they you you'd the still have the Asian thing and that whatever. That's but problematic. There's there's all sorts of things that you they could have done to to not make it just a, another white person in there. Uh, but the original problem that they had there of it being like the the just the classic Asian master of Kung Fu, yeah. sorcery, whatever. There, there was, was problematic in yeah. itself if they just yeah. went with it. Yeah. Now, yeah. they have talented writers, way more talented than I am to figure okay. this shit out. But uh, I get where they, like, why they shied away from that and probably yeah. apparently shied away from it too much. They've done it too much. Now, uh, okay. I was just going to say, just kind of on the flip of that, when we were uh, Moana, when it came out, it, one of its big selling points was, with the exception of one actor, the entire voice cast was Polynesian. Yeah, right. Though and, I've also heard complaints with Moana that they blended too many cultures, so, and you know, so I mean, it's just it's it's a hard area to navigate. Yeah, I was gonna say, and that's the issue, that there's because there's always gonna be something. Yeah, uh, one of the things uh, is that on your list. It is not on my list. I was going to... Okay. There was... Before we, you know, like, we were, well, we're still on, like, things I'm that we've on, seen. I'm still on things we watch. One of the, the reasons why I was just going to ask you is um, there's three movies that I saw that really presented as neo-noir, which okay. is a huge favorite, favorite of mine. Um, like, if anybody is a fan of the movie Brick. Oh, yeah. Which oh, yes. is wonderful. So I, um, I saw The Eyes of My Mother which is a black and white, very stylized movie that is done in a very noir presentation. It's... Um, kind of said in like as with it follows as um the time that kind of doesn't exist mm. um right. i really enjoyed it um it's not really going to be for everyone and it and it is kind of budding serial killer kind of story which i'm typically less fond of um i saw the frontier uh, I, I have that as number seven on my list oh yeah. no yeah <laughs> I just knew it had just really recently come out, and when you said you hadn't seen oh, it, yes, but, but, really but, recently. but darling, I saw it at Sif. Oh, so, so I saw it months and months ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, I am so sorry. The other, you two... know, with you, with that hand gesture, I could actually picture the cigarette. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's right. Right. Do, have you seen this one? Uh, I have not. Okay. So, 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 so the other so two you got your hands are on it. yes. The other two are the frontier which is kind of like a gritty 1970s, kind of a caper, kind of a neo-noir. Um, a, a woman trying to escape her past shows up at this motel with a bar. That's... And you've got the cast of characters. You've got um, uh, 
Oh my goodness, the man from uh, Supernatural who is also in Crimson Peak, and I forgot oh, his name. Oh, uh, Jim, uh, Jim, Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver. Um, has a bunch of other really good character actors. So it's really enjoyable, and I really liked it. And then there is Abattoir, which I have been really looking forward to it coming out. Um, and what I can say about it is of Darren Limbausman's movies, it is my favorite of them. Uh, it suffers from the same thing, and I find his other movies suffering from that. <sighs> the stories, it, it's a very interesting idea. Um, what else has he done? He's done The Devil's Carnival. He's done um, Repo the Genetic Re- Repo Opera. Repo the Genetic oh, Opera is okay. the one I was searching for. And he did Alleluia, which is another, I think it's called Alleluia. Alleluia, Devil's Carnival, yeah. Which is the, the third of of those films and he also did like saw two three and four i believe yeah um i mean he is a talented director in a lot of these movies that he's doing he's doing a very underground especially with like devil's carnival and and repo the genetic opera he's raising the money himself and then touring the country with them and they're very interesting unique films they're just a lot of times not my bag this one is is kind of again in a time that doesn't exist because it's very almost 1940s 1950s pot boiler kind of looks of like the woman with the you know the hair almost up in rolls right. the red lipstick except they're on their cell phones right okay and uh, basically the gist of it is there's all these murders that happen and someone is coming along buying the houses ripping out the rooms that the murders were done in because they're building a house they're building an abattoir of a house that has all of these murder rooms in it. Yeah, which is an idea that I love. It's yeah, you know, it's it's entertaining, it's fun. It's the most fun I've had of any of his movies. Okay. Uh, you've also seen it. I just finished watching it today. I I watched it and fell asleep partway through it and then finished it because I wanted to see the rest of it. Uh, Jen's words about it when when we were talking about it is that he is not a precise filmmaker, and I yeah. absolutely agree with that yeah. because there was stuff in here that I I liked. I liked the concepts of things, yeah. but like the way that everything came together, especially towards the end, either didn't make sense or was just colossally I'm sorry. I wouldn't want to say dumb, but just like it just <laughs> but just it didn't it never really like characters motivations were not explained. They were uh, superficial and... and uh, He's a very hand-wavy director. Yes. Yeah. I just imagine him going, oh my God, it'd be so cool. And and you can have a little bit of that, but that can't be the entire movie. Having actually <laughs> spoken with him, because yeah. I, I went to one of the Devil's Carnival screenings oh, yeah. where he was at. Oh. And, and it was a lot of fun, but having spoken with him for a little bit and having listened to him do audience Q&A, a lot of his directorial process is, wouldn't it be really cool if... Yes. And he, it doesn't seem like he gets beyond that sort of yeah. bullet point, this would be really cool, and doesn't actually like do the work to link things up. Sure. Yeah. yeah it, the, the, the characters just didn't mesh in. It was, it was like somebody it took was... a whole bunch of really good ideas. And more like... <laughs> cutouts of characters yeah yeah right. this is this is the kind of thing that that i clearly have more of a taste for than, than any of you guys is i'm perfectly happy with a movie that just sets up mood and style and yeah. and 
doesn't really deliver on a story or characters because that's not what they're trying to do. I bet there's going to be a movie that does that that's and on it, your it top ten. It did ten. not quite make my <gasps> top ten. But that's, why, what? but that's why I'm mentioning it now. Well, part of the reason... Uh, I, the, the movie that, that I'm, I'm going to say that I really liked that nobody else here did is High Rise. Um, and uh, it didn't I make my top ten. Shocked. It didn't make my t- top ten partly because I'm not I, sure if I really want to call it a horror film or not. I wanted to like High Rise and it just, it didn't work for me. Yeah. It yeah. totally, very convincingly set a mood and... And an atmosphere. It was great at all of that, and, and it just didn't work for me. Yeah, and that's all I yeah, wanted. Yeah, I could have, so. I could have like sixty percent of the way through it. I could have turned it off. Yeah, uh, because it just, it, yeah. Um, so real quick, going back to Abattoir for just a moment, yes. because I, I, I wrote this down. I had to write this down. Abattoir <laughs> is a movie where it should have been an anthology. No. It should have been an oh. anthology and that it was set. Been Wonderful, wonderful be because the, you set it in this house and where in people. This room, well, just well, yeah. people go to this house. Yeah, because the the you know the, the, the entire idea is that the ghosts of the people that were murdered are you in there. Re, you yeah. see them; they're reliving their final so moments over and over. Somebody could be like trying to prove or disprove where you have somebody. Like, uh, yeah, the idea is like yeah. you could go in there and be like somebody uh, is obsessed with finding out. How you know, like, there's a question as to how their mother died or right. something. Yeah. That well, who was she murdered by? I need to go to this house to find that out. Right. And there's a price that, to go that, in there. There's a price there's, to go in. And and yep, you go find your way movie. through yeah. and pota- My, you know, potentially dodging through a couple of other murder scenes. Um, the the obsession of this guy that's like, uh, I we me and this other guy robbed a bank and the other guy hid the loot somewhere and then died before he could tell anybody. So I need to see his last few moments so I can sure. see where he hid the loop. Yeah. Yeah. All of these stories that you could do. The sad part is that the movie we got of Abattoir is the cigar store Indian of the <laughs> anthology that we could have had. Um, it's it's the weakest of the possible ideas yeah. that they could have gone with. Uh, Which I remember discussing with you with Oculus on yeah. ways that they could redo it. And one of the things was that it could be an anthology where... It was all the different people who'd owned the mirror. Yeah, yeah, I would love it, to see it, some, of the, yeah. Some, yeah. Of, some of those stories. So, <laughs> uh, Jim and I rewatched Starship Troopers, which was fun and silly, and it it's kind of mind blowing that people don't think that it's a criticism. They yeah, they don't get that it's satire. Right? Right. When, you, when you walked out of the theater, and the bros that were sitting behind me when I watched it were like, "Dude, that movie was awesome!" And then they shot the dude, and then they shot the bug, and then they did that thing, and I'm like. Well, woof! Right over your head, guys. Let's just charitably say that this is a movie that works on several different levels for a variety of audiences. Yes, including stupid ones. (laughs) And then then Doogie Howser showed up in his SS uniform. I know. Oh my god! Yeah, that was that was so. There's oh movies that I really, really wanted to like. Like I really wanted to like The Mind's Eye, which makes me really sad because it's got Graham Skipper in it. I've heard interviews with him. He's the sweetest man that ever manned ever. <laughs> and he was in a movie called Beyond the Gates, uh-huh. which is based on um, the old v- VHS. Yeah, VCR board games. VCR board games. Like oh, night- no. Like Nightmare. It's specifically like <laughs> 
an homage to the Nightmare board game. What's like, this called again? Called Beyond the Gates. Oh, honey, don't watch don't, it. Don't watch it. <laughs> okay. Don't watch it. No, let us have thrown ourselves on a cinematic <laughs> hand grenade for you. Again. As somebody who owned two different versions of Nightmare. I still own my copy. <laughs> we should have a game night. And then, and then downloaded the, the video clips for the expansions that I never saw in stores. Um, but the... Oh. Again... Oh. Beyond the Gates could have been a great anthology of all these people that play the if game. If only the writing had been better. If the writing had been better. But if this this particular movie, again, was... was let's see. It was the uh, woman who ran over the hitchhiker. Uh, and <laughs> of, of the... Which uh, terrible version. Which, which, which bad anthology thing can I say? Wow. Um, but it, it had uh, Barbara Crampton. Who okay. was who's also oh. the mom in uh, You're Next and was mm-hmm. in a bunch of, you know, 80s and, yeah, yeah. was, yeah. was and... always the very booby woman. and But they had her as, like, the kind of horror host, very washed out, you know, very MySpace, the goth has no nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of I, washed out to make her look as very young as she can. And she looks beautiful. Now I want to see if just her clips are on YouTube anywhere. It might be. And, but you know what? I mean, it's moderately entertaining. It's it's all the, right. The spot, but it, the, there's a scene. <laughs> there's a scene oh where they're playing the game and they have these little dolls and they have to find these keys. And so they grab this little voodoo doll. It, it, it tells them that you have to go and you have to find the... the <laughs> Find the drifter, and it's you know and it the, shows them the like the maiden a, and the drifter and the father uh-huh. and the maid the maiden the drifter the father and, and the, the honorable man the the it wasn't the loner but some I forget yeah, who it was but anyway, anyway so, so and it's, they're like that game board spot looks like our backyard so they go out there and they dig there. it up and it's a little tin that has like a little like not voodoo doll. not explicitly like a voodoo doll but it's you know they show that and they keep intercutting with like the dickhead best friend of one of the brothers. In a bar, and you're like, and "Oh, I see exactly where this is going." Like, yeah. So they have to dig, they have to dig out the key that's in the doll, and you're like, "You can, you know, you're like, you know where this is going." You're picturing like, "Oh, he falls over, and he's like, er, no, there's intestines going flying out of him <laughs> as they reach into the doll to like pull out the key, and they're reaching in there and like looping things I'm out." Like, Did you have a the, buddy who does intestines special just like burp, burp? <laughs> All right, that's flying amazing. all over this. No, it was, Jen and I were both like, "Oh, that went in a direction that we, <laughs> we were not expecting." <laughs> Always keep the practical effect guys happy. Yeah, yeah. it's a rule. And, and and that just kept going. But sadly, the the oh, script doesn't really cohere. They, not good enough. There's, there's the the ending of the movie is basically like, "Well, you did all these things because of your relationship with your father," but they never really talk about their relationship with their father. Okay. There's no it motivation kind of, as comes to like. Out that he was pretty abusive and a bit of a drunk. Yeah, and and then disappeared a lot. Yeah, it's like, well, Dad disappeared again, and oh, we should try and find him now. He might be in trouble. Well, he's disappeared like seven times before. Why are so we even like bothering? I was going to say it's supernatural. Yeah. Oh my god! But the best part about it is they shoot a bunch of the footage in this video store that exists. It's it's got it's like a scarecrow mm-hmm. down in L.A. Um, and they're walking along this, and I'm like this video store, and I'm like. Oh, and it's so beautiful and it's they they just you know it's i mean this actual video store that still exists it looks oh unfortunately yeah, was, the movie was not as good as no. that video store now you make me want to make a like a short film about a haunted red box <laughs> jen is making the best expression right now well, that's not like no I don't know if best is dead the word box I would use it. <laughs> 
coming soon to a theater near you. Burn in hell. That's my there's Dead there's box. that's my pitch. Oh, so the short horror film that I came up with a couple of nights ago that I really want to make is so, somebody needs to make one about the elf on the shelf. Has that not been done yet? Not that I know of. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It totally this has needs to, to be done because that's a creepy fucking idea. So, I've got a top ten. You've got a top ten. Yes. I got a top four. You've got a top. I've okay. got like with a, it, well with a it. top seven. And you've got five, four fucking lists of But they're very five. they're very short. But, but before how, we, but how to, but... before we go on, there's one other there's one movie that didn't get in there, and I know you none of you guys have seen it, so nobody's talked about it. <laughs> um, is uh, Shin Gojira. Oh yeah, no, I didn't I, see it. I did see it. I, I did go, see I, Shin Gojira. I was gonna go see it, but I got sick the day I was uh, my friend and I uh, were gonna go. Or the Americanized title being Godzilla Resurgence, uh, for, wow. so that people would be like, "Oh, what That's the what's terrible. Shin Gojira?" Um, my brief review of it is, it's pretty good. Uh, the first twenty minutes to a half an hour, even though there's not really any Godzilla action are actually the best parts of that film just because the 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 movie itself is a critique of Japanese bureaucracy uh okay. specifically post um and now I'm spacing on it the the nuclear uh disaster oh, um oh. Fukushima yes right. Fukushima uh because the, the meltdown happened, and then all of the Japanese bureau- uh, government bureaucracies couldn't decide what they needed to take action on. Right. They were sitting around for, you know, a day or two and just being like, what do we do? Well, we need to go to this department, and we need to go to this yeah. department. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's radiation just leaking into the ocean, and nobody's yeah. doing anything. So this movie is a critique of that, namely that a giant monster appears, and... Uh, they they have the bureau the the government paralyzed in bureaucracy. Yep. Which for the first twenty minutes is hilarious. It's pay, it's but, it's played for laughs. Yeah. It's uh, they don't screw around either. Like in the first like eight minutes of the film, Power. giant monster. You yeah. know they're like they're they're like they're, they don't like sit around and be like oh well let's establish some characters or whatever. They're like standing around kind of going through their day and then all of a sudden hey something just showed up in the water out there. Oh, what's happening? What's on YouTube? You know, but it's all, it's Don't fun. Don't they retell, like, if you didn't get the point that they're talking about bureaucracy? And that's the problem, is that after the first 20 minutes, where it's funny at times, where they're like, we need to adjourn this meeting so we can go into the other meeting room. <laughs> which yeah. which is, you know... The, the, In case you didn't get the point. This, oh. this isn't the official monster fighting room the monster fighting room is the next one over it so we need to be in there to do any monster fighting discussion this is for urban renewal fighting in the war room that's what i was thinking yeah it's 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 great for the first 20 or 30 minutes and then they just don't let it go it's and it slows the movie down you don't want to do it and you watch it anymore and there's not enough godzilla action in there to carry the rest of the film it sounds like planning sessions for software i've been on yeah no and anybody who's been in a big meeting or bureaucracy or anything like that this movie will ring true for you and just like you don't want to be in that thing for longer than a half an hour this movie once you're past a half an hour you're like surfing your phone you're like okay yeah. well there's not really we're just going around in circles on this I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some other shit while you get this done yeah. i have prayed for a giant monster to appear during software planning yeah. meetings so you know i still very fondly remember though when when, when the trailer for this first came out mm-hmm. uh, i saw that online and i was really excited to talk to you about it because you were the one who had first shown us godzilla i knew you were you, you were a big godzilla fan and I, I next time i saw you i was like did you see did you see the new godzilla trailer and you just looked at me smiled and said it's shit 
and I will I will step back from that a little bit. The Godzilla that appears on there is a little bit better once you see it contextually. Okay, uh, and especially it goes through an evolution. It's the, the, be thankful you didn't. I got rants. Yeah, I the, got I got. Get take breaths. He had to pace himself. But it, it goes through an evolution, so it looking as horrible as it does. The little arms that wobble around yeah. don't wobble. They, they cut. I don't think much like Rogue One doesn't have stuff you know, like has stuff that didn't make it in the movie. I think they took those wobbly little arms and were like, did, we can't put that in the movie. We've got a computer did, animate that did they shit. They fix it so the eyes point in the same direction because that was the other problem I had. Um, I think that they movie. might, but even if they don't, um, the cre the, the Godzilla creature is frankly just jacked up from from the beginning uh so you kind of get the idea behind it a little better than it is just being thrown in your face like it is in the trailers okay um this has absolutely nothing to do with horror movies but um a friend bought her five-year-old a ugly christmas sweater which i then bought for myself because how would it fit you (laughs) yeah Made a face. It, yeah. it was lovely knowing you can have your skull when you're dead. Sure. <laughs> Actually, I think so Adara has already has, claimed that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it has a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex and on the sweater, and he is also wearing a Christmas sweater, except the sleeves expend, extend like another foot past his little tiny Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. Because they're oh normal, normal yeah, like yeah, sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I got that. Yeah, no. See, see the Tyrannosaurus Rex has tiny <laughs> has small arms. arms yeah. Right. So, so, so normal it's funny sleeves. Because, yeah. Do both of you see how funny that is? Because that's a joke you both do with me. No, that's hilarious, actually. See, and see, the reason that it's funny is that... I don't think you understand how this works, Jack. You are, you are Ow! Never, my spine! You are never going to win this argument, trust me. Because but because it's fun when it finally devolves to violence. So. It doesn't take long. Well, we have this whole... So, this whole thing worked out where Six and I were going to do something with Jim just walking behind us explaining what we were doing. Right, yeah. Uh, we, we were going to, we were going to do a bit and he would be, yeah. God, I fucking uh, love you all so, and I'll miss you after I've murdered you. You and I can uh, go somewhere be, else. Before we, <laughs> before we talk about movies we actually like, uh, there's a couple I want to mention that I didn't. Um, <laughs> Woo, good. Wait, can I make a prediction? Hmm. Because there's a movie that's on, I have written down, not because I saw it, because I skipped it and I was supposed to join you and oh, Jill. Jesus. I have, oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, I'm getting to that. Okay. But, okay. but, but before oh, that... Just wait. There's more. <laughs> but before that, uh, my biggest disappointment of the year, horror movie-wise, was Blair Witch. Because, you know, Adam Wingard... Simon Barrett. And Simon Barrett doing their thing. Nope. Except they didn't really do their thing. Because their thing is to do... You really, know, really clever dialogue and yeah, interesting characters and, and I none did of not that. hate it. It just wasn't good enough for the it quality was, of the direction. It was so aggressively mediocre. Yeah, so which it, is it, they they are better than that. Exactly. So that was that was a huge letdown. So also I almost didn't make it through it without throwing up. But that's, oh that's yeah, the shaky. Oh, yeah, and yeah. speaking of throwing up, that brings me to oh god, the Neon Demon, the movie that I have written on my list as the worst. Yes. Yep. And that was the one. What happened? Because I had a. It was a preview showing. Right. Yeah. And we'd all gotten passes, but I had only recently started my job, which was near the theater, and I was bussing it. And I was so tired uh, after work, and I went to get dinner, and I was like, I'm exhausted, and by the time I get home on the bus, it's going to be blocked. I'm just going to have to tap out, and I sent you guys text. I'm sorry, I got to go home. I'm just exhausted. Did you get messages from both of them, or just from? Just six. So. And 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 after I woke up the next morning to a text, 
you were the wise one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I have seen it on several people's top ten lists what this year. What the hell? You people to, are I bad. Want, yeah, I want to track down each one of these people and punch them in the dick. Just because you don't like it does not change the enjoyment level for other people. It should. This, you are right, but one, one of my... This, theater- movie, this, <sighs> movie, this movie is objectively bad. Normally I would agree with you, but... One of my theater kids on Tumblr just recently saw it and then oh. promptly messaged me and was like, oh my god, Auntie Jilly, you tried to warn me about this movie. Yeah. But I didn't it was, listen. It was pretty. Speaking, was like, it's yes, very pretty. Speaking and of... And it has a great soundtrack. God I love the soundtrack. damn it, Jim, I told you The Forest wasn't good. That's my dishonorable mention. I have, I have an honorable mention. I, I have a dishonorable you, mention. He was like, I stayed up late and watched it. I'm like, why? why? I like said that you shouldn't. Because, I, okay, you, because when you say this movie isn't good, that can mean anything from this movie is not good to... I didn't like this movie because I don't like fun things. No, he's right. The next time she tells you that a movie isn't good, you should ask if I have seen it and, and what I thought of it. Because so that's, yeah. that's a fa- actually that's fair. Yeah. I, I pretty forest, much have to look at him and say, well, "That's a fair criticism." Yeah. That, the forest. If I had known, if I had looked at the Wikipedia page before going into this, I wouldn't have watched it because the initial idea for that movie came from David S. Goyer. And that's oh, the that's oh. the fucking hack who wrote Man of Steel and oh. Batman vs. Superman. He is the kiss of script death. This is a horror movie that isn't scary. Yeah. It's terrible. That's the one thing I can't forgive in a, in a horror movie. You know, it can have it can have bad acting, yeah. bad cinematography, yes. anything. Yeah. But if it's not scary, fuck that movie. No, it's no. not scary at all. And there's again no through line for any of the characters. It's like, well, and and, and it it relies on characters being aggressively stupid, like when the you're in a forest where the, the you know that there can be hallucinations. And she's, oh, why do you have pictures of my sister on your phone? And the guy doesn't immediately say, what pictures? Because he does, he knows that there aren't any pictures on his phone because he never took any pictures. Right. But instead goes, give me the goddamn phone! Give it over here now! Like he's trying to hide something. Again, aggressively stupid characters with aggressively yeah. stupid dialogue to move everything forward. Oh, it's just bad! If you do find the idea of the suicide forest interesting, there is a very short, I think it's like 22 minute, 17 minute um, Vice documentary on on that forest and on the suicide forest that's beautiful. And it's a man who walks through, um, he typically can spot cars that have been left behind because there's just signs, there's things that people do if they're going to kill themselves. Yeah. And also, he has gotten really good at tracking and finding the signs that people left behind so that family can be notified. Um, and if you Google, or if you, you know, go onto YouTube and search Vice and Suicide Forest, you'll find this. And it's really beautifully done. And, it, and he really takes what he does very seriously. Yeah. And, it's, and it's an amazing forest. And it's a sad thing yeah. um, that this culture has this area that people go to to end their lives. Um, but that movie was just a piece of horseshit. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people are upset is there's a suicide epidemic in Japan. Yeah. And the forest is just a flashpoint for the yeah. larger epidemic. Yeah. And so the movie, one of the reasons I didn't even bother was it just felt disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seemed like it was in poor taste. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, don't watch the forest. It's 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 not even it's not fun bad. It's just terrible. I know. I was like, gosh, it seems like you came to bed really late. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> I watch this movie. <laughs> it's like, but why? Why would you lose sleep to watch that horrible so, movie? It, it, so is there anything else from 2016 that we want to put road flares around and and warn people away from? No. Uh, the- I was gonna bring it up later in the course of another movie, but I might as well now. There's a werewolf movie called Uncaged. Oh yeah, it's god awful. <laughs> um, it's it's the its biggest sin is that it's boring and it brings nothing new to the table. Uh, All right. So Pass. yeah, it's like oh look we're werewolves. Oh there's things and and oh look the, oh it's over good thank God. <laughs> yeah no Uncaged has has a a the, the 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 cover art for it that you see on like Amazon because I think it's on Prime has. A werewolf design that's ab- that has absolutely nothing to do with any of the werewolf design for the inside because the cover art looks better. Mm. So, yeah, cover uh, art. It, we're hitting a point where cover art really has much to do at all yeah. with with the movie that's being made. And, and I've talked to indie filmmakers who have these stories about their distributors. They, no they, they just have these shell shocked looks on their faces as they're yeah. talking about you know. Oh, so you mean the being in, retitled? The movie industry is finally catching up with the publishing industry about oh you don't get any say on what goes on your no. cover. Yeah, yeah. basically. No. Um, <sighs> so, I, the 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 local filmmakers who made a movie called The Device, which is you know yeah. a, a, about this little alien piece of technology that somebody finds, and it's this clever, quiet, small scale little movie has on the back of its DVD cover. Some death ray shooting down from the sky and explosions and cars being flung on the street. Excellent. And, I have a scene that doesn't exist not, in the movie. Yeah, remotely even anything like <laughs> a scene that's in the movie. And that's just That's kinda of sad. Yeah. So this year was hard. I have I have re I have a post it over my list because I have reordered my list like four times <laughs> and everything looked so nice before. And then I was like, No, that no I one's judging that you on, on I judge. All oh, right. But but it was this was a hard year. (laughs) But um, with a lot of these movies, depending on the day, I think they could be further up or down. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a feeling my number ten is going to be a lot higher on your list. Possibly, yeah. I I left my ordering till today. Okay. So so I reordered today. Yeah. So so so, so (laughs) I I I figured that that I probably have the same thing that on different days I would I would reorder them differently, but. So I'm just going to start off, and and I know you guys are probably going to interject oh, yeah. when we get That's how this further is down the list. Sure, okay, sure. so my number 10 is Green Room, because I wanted it on my list. It is amazingly, <laughs> it is amazing everything. Amazing cine- cinematography. Amazing yeah. writing. Amazing acting. Mm. It's fantastic on every level. It was so hard for me to watch. It very much ruined my enjoyment of the movie as a whole and mm. I don't want to watch it again anytime soon because I I will watch a serious movie or one that's really disturbing um, but there's levels to that. There is levels to how much this hurt to watch that I usually only have on par with documentaries right. that that cover really horrifying events that I feel like should be noted because people had to go right. through them. But you're not willing to do this for fiction. Fiction, a yeah. lot of the time. And I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. 
but I don't want to see it anytime soon ever again. I I don't want to see it anytime soon ever again, and yet that is my number two movie for the wow. year. Wow. Out of the eight movies I saw that were released this year, it's actually my number four, even though I don't want to see it. it but it's wonderful. It's it, my number it was, three. It was so yeah. well done. I think the word to describe Green Room is tension. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. The opening scene. It's movie. There's really nothing happening, but you start getting anxious. Yeah. Already. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh. It, it, it bunches the, the muscles it's in your so shoulder good. and your neck. Yeah. And it does not <sighs> let go. It was just incredibly harrowing. Yeah. Is, which I think is part of why it was so high and, on my and, list. And yeah, because it, it was so well done. It yeah. really actively scared me. And that, that automatically makes me give there a movie were, higher. Yeah. 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 There were yeah. a bunch of movies. I One of the things that made me sad this year was... Um, I had fewer movies that were just sheer fun. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, mm, yes. The, yeah. Most of the movies on my top ten are pretty emotionally painful movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of longing for some silliness and fun. Yeah. Uh, mm. In my horror, and I'm not typically a horror movie comedy fan. But, I was going to say, who are you what have you done with yeah. But so, the stuff that we watched was hard. It was. And like this it was. one, and like my number nine is like. And my number two, and no. So now you understand why I have two lists that I have a list of oh. my favorite and a list of the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, right. that's what you're okay. Because I, I that you, it's well, that then same what's thing. What's the third list of five? Uh, it's not a third list of five. It's just got three things on there. They're movies that didn't stick the landing. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, I, I, I have I, two that I'm mentioning that are runners Jen- up. Jen had mentioned earlier, as I mentioned something about a movie, and, and she was like, there's a lot of movies that didn't make my cut that I really liked, but because the ending was so bad You're like, that they just drop off. So there's some movies on here that I wanted to mention that were, sure, sure, that were sure. fun, but they didn't so, stick the landing. So what's your 10? Uh, my number 10, and, and I feel almost bad about having it as far down as I did because... I really enjoyed it. You can you you saw it with me. You can attest to how much fun mm-hmm. I had watching it. The Conjuring Two. Conjuring Two is my number four. Yeah, I um, it, forward to you showing yeah. up. Yeah, it's, it, it, and, and it's to quality. me, and it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, it is fun. It is, and, fun. and it has the, the fictional version of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who we want to be we adopted love. by. We want, yes, we want to live at their house. The actual and Ed and Lorraine Warren, can go not fuck so fucking wonderful, terrible people. They're, they're, terrible yeah, yeah. people. But I want to experience like yeah. a bazillion movies made with fictional. Yeah, Ed and Lorraine. Yeah, and, and we might get it because it was successful. Yeah, yeah. I, Good I stuff. actually because we saw it together mm-hmm. at the theater, and it's on. It's my number four. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. There were some good fucking movies this year. Yeah, yeah. That, that's so, exactly the problem. Is that everything yeah. else I saw, I, and I think, like yeah. even better. So. I think even even though it did have, and I think the reason it's the number four is it had a couple of goofy moments that didn't quite fit with the rest of the tone. Yep. Uh, but again, the overall effect was was yeah. good. In the end, it did one of the things. James Wan is a good storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. And it did the most important thing, and I think that you're going to see this again in some of the other movies on the list, is, you know, it did the key thing, which is, do I care about the fate of these characters? Exactly. Yeah. Am am I going to feel anxiety on their behalf if they're in danger? If yes, then, then, you know, you're half the way there with your story. Yeah. So my number nine movie is not a fun movie at all. Neither is I'm pretty sure I saw it in your your notes there. Uh, The Night Stalker. The Night Stalker, oh, the Night Stalker is on my runner-up. Okay, 
it, it you know it, again as a harrowing watch this this for it those was reasons, always an 11 though i mean uh-huh. um two of my movies i put on my list and got pushed off with with recent watches that I had, the Night Stalker was always an eleven. Sure, but it was really good. Uh, uh, Diamond Phillips did an amazing job as as Richard Ramirez. Yeah, uh, and, he's scary. He's yeah, truly seriously. terrifying. And that that's a big part of why this movie is so yeah. harrowing is, is because unlike everything else on on this list, it's based on real events. Real events, right? Yep. Um, and that made all of it just yep. so much harder to watch. Yeah, uh, I, I also want to want to give credit to whoever was playing the teenage version of Richard Ramirez yep. because he was also, also fucking terrifying in this really, movie. Really, really, really good. Um, so yeah, that's my number nine. Okay. Uh, my number nine is one I don't think anybody else here has seen. It's called The Monster. No, I want to. It's really, really good. It is basically, um, one of the things that was really hard with it is it's a very young mom who she was probably like 16 or something when she had her daughter. Her daughter's now is like nine or 10 and uh, has problems with substance abuse dates a lot of men who also have problems with substance abuse mm. and uh, mistreat her, mistreat her child. It was a very fucking painful movie I was to watch. Say, that would be hard, really hard for you to watch. Oh my god. It is harrowing. But the acting, the acting is amazing. The woman playing the mom is fucking amazing. The woman playing, the, the girl playing the daughter. I mean, and, and it was, it was traumatic because I literally flashed a bunch of times to moments of my own childhood. But then also hit a point where I looked at Jim and said, Oh, I guess it could have been worse. Oh, good. Great. So um, it's, it's a hard watch, but it's fucking brilliant. Um, basically, uh, he, she is driving her to her father's house where she gives every impression she's not bringing her back. She's just uh, taking her there okay. to leave her there. Probably good. Because <laughs> she's right. a shitty fucking mom. They go off on this little road and they hit something and then something hits the car. And so it's kind of a monster movie. Right. And, and Marie yeah, told me about but this. it's it's fucking fantastic. It's really, really good, but it's a hard, hard watch. So that was my number nine. Uh, my number eight is one that I watched today. <laughs> and I watched it be- and I watched it because you spoke so highly of it, Jen, and that is Southbound. Isn't it so good? It is. Oh it my really god, is. it's my number seven. Yeah, it, it it it's such a strange little movie, and it's basically an anthology movie, but not exactly what because are you doing? all these stories kind of connect together. In oh right, I've seen the. It's it's almost like they're in hell or yeah. limbo Pur- or this purgatory. Netherland, yeah. mm-hmm. nether world that it's where the bad people go, or and time kind of doesn't exist. And I mean, I and, guess that's technically kind of a spoiler but it was really clear to me within the first five or ten minutes honestly oh, that, that was what was going on <laughs> no, no 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 i'm saying you know yeah. th- th- this might sound mm. like a spoiler to you uh, listeners but uh it's... and and it's one of those that there are a bunch of different stories it's really great it's kind of like a trick-or-treat or it does it a little tales bit of halloween tales of halloween where you spot the other characters off in the distance there's a lot of interweaving of okay. people I, and, I, and unless things. you're me oh yeah because I, I, you know, I knew by watching you don't it have that, any facial i figured yeah. by watching it that that had to be what was going on yeah and there were and a couple of moments does... where there was like a lingering shot of someone yeah. like i bet we saw them yeah, earlier, earlier in the film no. didn't we? <laughs> i wish jen were here because she'd tell me <laughs> And also one of the things is the beginning of the movie is the wraparound to yes. the very end of the movie. Uh, one of the other things that's also fucking wonderful with this is the creature 
effects are just beautiful. They're yeah. so fucking beautiful. But in a way, they almost seem a little out of the movie. I kind of referred to them uh, when we talked about it the first time as almost kind of Harryhausen-esque. Um, <laughs> because, because they do feel a little out of it. But they then, stand out in that way that you, right. the, the, the old superimposition yeah. and the, jer- um, the slight jerkiness of stop motion. Right. But they're gorgeous. Yeah, it's a great design. I kind of wish, just from the tone of the rest mm-hmm. of the movie, that they'd gone with some practical effect. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, when, when um, I fr- we first see them off in the distance, I thought that they were a practical effect. I thought that they were oh. drones. Oh, know, that would have been cool, too. Yeah, oh. something trailing oh. from them. Oops. I threw my pen. It is gone forever. It is somewhere. Uh, Southbound. Oh, you got it. Okay. Southbound for me was. It was. I really liked it. There was not a weak segment of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt that it was lacking in connective tissue. Yeah. That there was not a through line. And yes, the road is partly the through line, but the there's no thematic through line or anything mm. like that a lot of anthologies will have either like these are all morality tales or uh even body bags had these are stories of the corpses that come into the morgue mm-hmm. uh and southbound just l- lacked that thematic thing especially when it's kind of whipsawing through different people why are all these people on the road is it hell yeah. and if so why are all these innocent people in yeah. hell to, you know, so it, it didn't it if they you know like they, they if they'd had some sort of thematic or just kept those weird Reaper character things through the entire yeah, film. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't. I mean, uh, even like it, in the background. I probably would have thought it was one of the best movies of the year, but it just it for my money it just lacked that. I was that through. Even though it's a very dark film dealing with dark characters, and. They're just not good people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I just, I loved, I just, oh, I just, oh, I loved it so fucking much. <laughs> and, like, it was just so much fun to me. Like, I loved having the experience of watching it. Where did you say this was on your list? What, uh, it? Uh, it is a seven. Seven, okay, yeah. And so, but there we are. So that was your number eight? Yep. So my number eight was one that I made other, you, yes, we watched it together that night. Blink, I watched Morgan. Morgan. So, I want to see that. So I that, hadn't heard of it until you posted it, it on Facebook. You know, I saw stuff for it when it was playing in the theaters, and it went in the theaters and came out of the theaters. theaters yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of really good actors in it. Um, it is another AI movie. Yeah, the Basically, setup sounded kind of similar to um, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. It, and it kind of is. Um, it's just a little bit more. And... Um, it was just it was fun and it really dealt with the what they do is it is uh it is an ai but it is uh created with um it's born and then it develops really quickly it's literally an artificial intelligence in that they made an artificial person right yeah okay and so she started developing so the, the scientists that are working with morgan have seen this baby they, this baby develop uh, to the appearance of say a 16 year old girl a, a, a very uh, androgynous appearing 
uh, but she's technically only five, but they have lived with her, watching her grow, right. trying to teach her, trying to help her to be the best of humanity. Um, and they refer to her as her. Mm-hmm. And um, they send, uh, they, they, they find out something went wrong. Uh, she became violent with one of the scientists, stabbed her in the eye. Um, and uh, she had been given pretty free reign up to that point. And uh, they send in someone to investigate what had happened. Uh, And you, personally, I found myself at times being really empathetic with the scientists as as they'd seen this this child grow. Right. While on the other hand going, it's not a person and and wanting to shake them until their heads bobble. Yeah. Because you're, you're you're not being scientists right now. Now you're not being objective, and this is something that that I that I've t- said during the during the movie because like you can totally see it, but you know as, as a as a non-parent, but watching it and as and as a horror movie aficionado, um, you watch it and you're like, you know, don't go through that door, don't don't split up, you know, and this is one of the things that's like, why are you so chummy with the thing that might murder you, you know? But the thing is that yeah, they they've watched this. It's totally understandable why they've bonded with right. this this being growing. And the other point is too that if they kept a distance from it, it that would, would affect its development. Yeah, development. Yeah. Yeah. You can't keep that deve- that distance and not have it grow up to be the thing from species or I guess more technically <laughs> species two or splice or anything where you yeah. Grow... Yeah. splice is what I keep thinking during yeah this but any of those things where you, you know you, you keep that scientific difference and they all that's all they learn they but don't have any the, more... the characters in splice definitely need to keep a little more yes. uh, scientific uh, detachment yes. just a bit if you know yeah. what I mean uh, yeah anyway um, so seven uh, my seven was the eyes of my mother uh, which I, I, I would really have enjoyed like, this more yeah. had I watched it at home on my theater screen. I didn't. I, I saw it on in an actual theater, theater. theater screen, and that. But I have sure a problem really with it that I have with a lot of burgeoning uh, serial killer uh-huh. kind of like that. That it just it makes me uncomfortable. It's why I haven't watched oh, yeah. Joshua. It's why I haven't watched the boy. Oh, it made me super uncomfortable. But uh, on was, the other hand, you appreciate that it. Was what I wanted but, but from that's, it. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's um, just. And, and one thing that, but that it was beautiful. It's and... really beautiful. One thing I want to say about it is that I got the same kind of feeling from it in a way that I got from May. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. you know this is a way more serious and even darker treatment yeah. of that. Yeah. That same idea of just someone who desperately wants human connection and desperately is wants not to not be alone, capable of um, it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, yeah, I thought it was... And keeps trying to find a way to make it work yeah. and keeps failing. Yeah. Jen really wanted to watch that one with me. I read a review of You're it like, like a week nope. before and yeah. I tapped out. I was yeah. like, no, this looks like I absolute always, human misery and I don't want to watch it. I always it. picture it is, little note that, bubbles. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. That was pretty much it. <laughs> Uh, my seven was southbound, so. Okay. Uh, I will say uh, real briefly that if I had a six and a seven for my favorite movies, uh, it would have been somewhere, uh, it would have been either Conjuring 2 and Morgan in some order. Okay. okay. But the, cool. I really enjoyed both of those, yeah. both those movies. I, I, so. I, you know, I wanted to go see Morgan, but yeah, it was in and out of the theater. By the yeah, time I realized that it had actually so been released, it was already gone. Yeah. Never even heard about so it. So I figure I'll just wait till it eventually wait comes till, around on a Friday. Wait four, till Jen shows it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, 
see, I think it's part of the, one of the reasons I didn't go out to see a lot of horror films. I'm kind of picky now because this I know year was... uh, eventually I'll, I'll, I'll get the good curated stuff that Jen does. Yes. You spoiled us. Jen is your safety net. Yeah. She really is. She is. Well, yeah, she's we've, our crash test dummy. I am. I am. We've learned that Jen, well, Jen will take good care of us. I will. I'll show you good movies. And I swear, I, I remember it was like two years ago. It was like just shortly after we'd started, we started we podcasting, and and we had been watching the movies for about a year together. And and I was like, well, I like this movie, and here's why. And they're like, no, Jen, you, you said you like the movie. I'll go watch it now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Go and I was like, the- what? No, that's really enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like. Really? <laughs> we we the, trust your judgment. Yeah, the one time so, we had a misstep was the one film you had not pre-screened. Yeah, the canal. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we learned. And, that, and, right. and you know what? Honestly, I'm glad we I hadn't watched Green Room because I'd have never shown it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know when I would have gotten. I would have never it. seen it then. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I, again, I, like I said, it's on my list. I'm glad I saw it. So I want to cheat here oh. because my number six on my list, I couldn't leave off my list even though it's not actually you know a, a movie. <laughs> yeah, but I loved it so much it had to make my list okay. of, of, of top ten things for the year, okay. and that's Stranger Things. <gasps> See, I have was... a, I have a whole list of top television. Horror. Oh, okay, yeah, I do not. I just have the one, and and that so that was my fun horror yeah. for the year. Yeah, and, Stranger and Things was wonderful. And I can't wait till next season. It's just so pitch perfect. Um, and I'm just gonna spit these out then, mm-hmm, sure. um, because. Uh, Penny Dreadful finalized this year. Yeah. And it had a problematic ending. Yes. Um, but but, but but the creation as a whole of three seasons. Three mm-hmm. seasons. Three seasons. Fucking fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Ends. I don't know. If Penny Dreadful, I thought Penny Dreadful ended great with its X being X number of episodes minus two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, right when she accepted her dark power. Exactly, and that's where you started. I wish they had another season. Just, <laughs> like, just like I wish Battlestar Galactica had, had a third season. Yeah. It would have been wonderful. Yeah, with Penny, well, like, can you imagine if Heroes had more than one season? That, that, I know, that right? Oh, what they so could have done. So, uh, with Penny Dreadful, one of the things I still hold is the best Frankenstein story. I mean, I know we, we talk about a lot of the other aspects, but just for the fact that that is the closest representation to the novel yeah. version of the creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. to be really honest, my um my favorite characters mm-hmm. it's Lyle, mm-hmm. the creature, and then Vanessa. Yeah. And the rest of them are like, you know, and then we have like the the witch and and then we have I was like, going to say Vanessa the Vanessa Lyle uh Mrs. Poole and then yeah. everyone else whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was huh. the one thing when you guys, when I listened to your Monstrous Feminine episode, was that you didn't touch on the literal embodiment of the Monstrous Feminine, which is the the, the we didn't talk about Joan. the the Peller or whatever she's yeah. called the the from from Penny Dreadful. She is the embodiment of the the Monstrous Feminine. She's right. been made monstrous because of yeah. her her knowledge of the feminine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so we're getting up towards where you guys' lists. Well, she's going to start still more TV shows. Yeah. Um, the Exorcist yes. is still absolutely fucking oh, wonderful. I, have I, have, I, I, I haven't caught the finale yeah. yet, mm-hmm. um, but I am on the third like fucking shoe dropping. Like, there's more shoes, <laughs> and and it keeps surprising me. And I've I've got like an episode and a half left to finish it out. Just it's too much, too much to watch. Um, but they just did another like shoe dropping, and and it just I was like, what the hell? And it's uh, just it's fun. Everybody's doing a fantastic job. Everybody, everybody's doing a wonderful job in it. Uh, there was a Canadian show that was uh, premiered on Netflix called Slasher. 
that again kind of dropped the ball in the end of the series but it was fantastic uh stranger things absolutely wonderful yes. mm-hmm. we finally wrapped up westworld which was just oh, so good brilliant. i hear so many good things yeah, yeah I'm, hear, I'm, I'm gonna binge it here real soon yeah. it is it's just amazing i can't i can't even literally find words. it's it's the first show in a long time where i've where you i got through the end of it and i and i had to weigh in my brain do i want to watch this through again yeah. Do I want to invent? There's so much other stuff out there that I want to watch. Do I want to spend the time? But do I want to rewatch again? everything again to see if I can catch yeah. notes of uh, what's going yeah. on? It's it's the layer of like intrigue and, and mind fuckery mind and all this kind of, yeah. that Lost wishes it was on its best day. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, I think I think the gift of Lost, real quick, is because of how they dropped the ball. It was a warning sign to other series. Yeah. No, no, you better have a plan. Figure yeah. out what you're yeah. doing. You and know. yet, Battlestar Galactica. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, I do want to bring up um, American Horror Stories Roanoke season. Um, the first, pardon me, like the first five episodes are just amazing. Um, and then it, it does this change and it loses some of its momentum. Um, I still enjoyed it all the way through. It's it's in the middle of all the seasons of, of enjoying it. It's definitely not the worst, but it's not the best either. Sure. Where I was really like, I mean, it was hitting this apex with that first like five season five episodes where you're like, God damn, you, you fucking got it back. Good on you. And then it was like, and, and it, was, it was like, you know, holding a plate of dishes and all of a sudden they start juggling them and you're like, wait, oh God, oh, now they all fell on the floor. Fuck. I'm going to stick with my uh, wait until American Horror Story hits Netflix and binge. Oh, yeah. Because I find they're really enjoyable binging, which yeah. is just this year. So that meant I got hotel really recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So. Uh, one thing that you have not mentioned that I know you, you spoke pretty fondly of this year was Channel Z. Oh, Channel my Zero. God. Channel Zero. That's Channel, Zero. Channel Zero. Um... Uh, 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 Candle Crope. Absolute mistake on my part to forget to mention that, but it was absolutely fantastic. Um, the the finale is touching. The show a little heartbreaking. The show yeah. feels like we because we watched it as it aired. Yeah. Know, so there was a week in between. Um, it'll feel a lot better when you binge it. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's because it's the the beginning I of it. It feels a little a uneven at times where you're kind of like, uh, but it's worth it's worth the ride. Uh, yeah. Absolutely worth the ride. I'm so glad that you remembered it because I, yeah. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. So really quickly, gonna get out my uh, number six. I saw Under the Shadow finally. Yeah. Um, and the, I really enjoyed it. Um, it made me really afraid. Um, and it made me really afraid for different reasons. Hmm. Uh, it it it's, um, it's it has a supernatural element of of they discuss the gin. Uh-huh. And um, it's also if you've got a fear element um, from uh, how I uh, Tehran was changing. This is the city that they're in. Yeah, it was, it was Tehran. It was it was. Uh, so, it's during the Iran Iraq War, so it's. And set so, but but the thing is, is uh, they had just changed over to where they're really pushing that women had to be fully covered. They had to wear, yeah. except you had a lot of women. It's Who? it's just it's sorry it's it's a little bit after the uh, the big Iranian revolution that yeah. pushed pushed the Shah out and brought us yeah. the theocracy that they have today. Right. Yeah. So basically, she had before having her daughter, um, had been going to school, become a doctor. Right. She became very politically active, 
wants to go back to school and no university in the area will accept her because she was conceived she was seen as a political revolutionary mm. and no you're unacceptable um and you know has a vcr at home is working out to her jane fonda tapes and and dressing as very much a 1980s woman right except you know she like gets scared once and runs out with her daughter and they are like you know what are do you think you're in europe they're like we could whip you for this. Yeah, we could whip you. And so, she doesn't like, have her head scarf she's, on. She's not covered, and and so anytime after that that she ran out with all these things that are frightening her, I got scared if she was uncovered. I'm like, yeah. what if they see you with all these things going on? What if they see you? What if they hurt you? Right. What if what if the fucking people there hurt you? That doesn't have anything else to do with any of the other things that are terrifying me with this movie. It just made me so anxious because of. She just seemed trapped in so many ways. Yeah. Um, and she was a really smart, brilliant woman and was obviously, like, very jealous of her husband, who's also a doctor. And then he was, like, conscripted to go off to a battlefront. Yeah, he was, gonna be, he was basically assigned to go on the front lines against there. But she's also angry with him because he got his degree. And he is a doctor now. You know, and is struggling and being with being a mother and being very tightly constrained by where she's living and it's just the role forced upon her yeah um but it's really well done the ending is kind of dire and it kind of yeah yeah um but it's really really good I, I very much recommend it it's got a really nice little allegory in there the the gin which are uh, for those of you who aren't D&D players, um, uh, it's D-J-I-N-N is usually how it's spelled in English. It's the, the air spirits that genies were uh, conjured up from when they were westernized. Uh, but the, the jinn appears in this as uh, basically like a, a full head-to-toe burqa. You, you can, because the, the sheet but that's also, covering her. But there's also like a naked Nearly there's a naked, naked man there's a naked man around. that appears but, but for the, the most the one part, that she's mostly and that is mostly interacting with her daughter is covered head to toe because wow. it's a cloth sheet that is the only so, thing that gives it form mm, okay. um so there but it also evokes that fear of the head to toe burqa of the the true like this is as the, 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 the covering that you should be presenting and, 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 and it almost this feels, is the demand of you yes um like this so is how you should be right if you are a properly respectful woman uh, that said, um, Jen really got more enjoyment out of it than I did. I think partly that's because it's right in your wheelhouse of horror because it's a mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, and in uh, that shit that pisses me off and of that, sticking, sticking a woman, you know, yes. and, and trapping her and punishing her for not conforming. Yeah. Which really leads into my very next movie. But But it so I thought it was it was well done. There was there was there was a lot. Um I will talk about it briefly more later, but I I did not I would I would give it a thumbs up, but it I would not give it the glowing review that, that Jen did. Yeah. Alright. So well, who wants said, to throw out number five? Well you just said that leads you into your next movie. It leads so me into my next movie, going. which is The Witch. Ah. Which I actually just rewatched too, because unfortunately, like I watched it in January, mm-hmm. um, because it like released theatrically and VOD, I think, yeah, around the same time, and um, 
and uh, some of its power had had waned away uh having not seen it in you know like 11 months give it a rewatch and i'm like oh yeah that's <laughs> oh, oh yeah that's what you're talking about um it's it, my number one oh. it is absolutely my number one for the yeah. year and, and by contrast, it is not on my list at all. And yeah. I'm sure that is because I had the wrong expectations going into it. Yes, you thought it was going to be terrifying. Really terrifying. That, that's what I've been pitched me And it's very dread-inducing. It's yeah. not on my and, list because I didn't get around to that's, watching it. That's the actual reason. But one of the things that it also inspired me to watch is there is a documentary, Jen's Documentary Corner, um, called um, 51 Beach street i think is what it's called and basically um this guy's parents are married for 50 years she dies within three months after his mom dying his dad marries his old secretary or maybe with even two months Uh, um and then he finds they were like oh yeah she was a really prolific diarist and they found all of them and he starts going through everything and and how people were like really frustrated with her because she was really you know strong-willed and then also did a lot of psychotherapy where a lot of her discussion wasn't about other people it was all everything was looking internally at herself and what she wanted to be and because she was a woman fucking trapped yeah and had the prerequisite three kids and where you know and people are like angry because she wasn't motherly enough and where the the son there was two girls and a son and they're kind of mad at the dad because nobody had a really good relationship with the dad. Right. And all of a sudden the dad is like turning into a better dad with Kitty than he ever did with... Um, with their mom. With their mom. Because it wasn't... You know, she she writes in her diary when he and Kitty are working together. She's He's like, he should have married someone like Kitty. He should have married Kitty. They're suited to each other. You know, and it very much... and And... There's all these, and I remember reading reviews, and they were like, God, she's such a bitch. And I'm like, if you trap someone in a role that they are unhappy doing, they find no satisfaction, they're utterly miserable, I'm going to be really fucking bitchy, too, because I'm miserable. Right. And that's a lot with, with the witch is, she's trying, and honestly, the mom in that documentary was trying, too, but you're being blamed for all these things that aren't your fault. You know, I mean, the dad let her completely take the fucking fall when he sold her her mom's silver cup. Yep. And let her be blamed because it was just easier than accepting it himself. You know, and 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 just (sighs) it was it was very telling when Pete and I watched The Witch. uh, When after we got done watching the movie, he turned to me and said. That's your version of a happy ending, wasn't it? That was like, yes, that's totally happy. Pretty ending. much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ending was the thing I liked best about it, which was additionally frustrating to me. Because you're like, this is what I want. I, 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 I felt like, oh, okay, the story is finally really ramping up, Wait, and then the end credits. What? Right. <laughs> Part of the reason I, it's uh, at the top of my list is also because of how much research they did how much background material they looked at in creating that movie Mm -hmm. as a small girl i was a big nerd for the salem witch trials go on look Mm -hmm. surprised (laughs) and so how much they brought in of of accounts from that and what the the extant diaries from that era are like and things like yeah. that. It was just it was a marvel of filmmaking to me. And there's there's so much that's wonderful that the twins 
are terrifying. Oh yeah. And and their relationship with Black Philip, the goat, is is creepy and yes. terrifying. And it, there's just and, and Black Philip was my favorite character. Yes, and there was actually going to be a lot more of Black Philip, but apparently Black Philip was a fucking asshole <laughs> and wouldn't act for shit. Never work with kids or animals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the, the cottage industry that has grown up around the idea of that movie and all the different little Black Philip theme, themed things you can buy off of Etsy at this point are just nice. astonishing. All sorts of different buttons and t-shirts and just... I hope they're giving some of those proceeds to the filmmakers, but probably not. Yeah, probably not. So what's everybody else's number five? Hush. Hush is my number two. Hush is my number one. Oh! Hush is also my number one. Mike My two things that I'm really fucking pissed that I couldn't see is, I heard it wasn't good, but there's Before I Wake, which is... It's it's I guess uh, Mike Flanagan's like Blair Witch where it's just not fucking good enough. It's the, the butterfly <laughs> sleep. Don't let him sleep. Oh yeah, oh, that right. looks terrible. And it keeps getting pushed terrible. further and further out. And I'm mad because I just want to see it because I don't care, man. It's Mike Flanagan. Like right. I, I don't fucking care. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was it just got released today. Is the autopsy of Jane Doe is supposed to be really really good and it literally yeah, just got a VOD release yeah. today. But everybody who's seen it in, um. Like festivals and other I've things have been like, it. oh, it's so good. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of missed, pissed me off. But so, so yeah, Hush was definitely my favorite. It was. You said number it, one. It's my number one. It, Isn't it, it fucking good? It's I've, I've, clever. It's know, scary. It takes a well-worn genre and puts a, a new different, spin on interesting it. spin to it. So one of the things that uh, really um, is there's a new so there's Shockwaves, which is the old killer B killer, mm-hmm. killer POV. There's a fan group. That started out, had like 60 people like a couple of weeks ago. Killer POV Shockwaves mentioned it. It's up to like 5,000 members or something like that now. So how do we get them to mention us? (laughs) (laughs) Let me me keep working on that. Um, And, but there's this awesome, so if you go to, if you like Shockwaves, there's a fan page now. The, The discussions on that are just out of control like there are posts all in the a, time in a good way in a fantastic okay. way and it's really friendly everybody's being really great with each other but it's a lot of really honest discussion about what people do and don't like one of the things there was a couple of people who were like i love that movie until you get to that one fucking scene and i'm like have you never seen a mike flanagan movie <laughs> yeah. unreliable narrator yeah. yeah yeah and and uh it is the end that isn't an end mm-hmm. yeah and they're like Fuck that movie at that point, and I'm like, oh, honey. That was one of the most clever things in it. I yeah, yeah. Where, because and she set the premise up, and this isn't spoiling anything because when you watch it, you're gonna be like, oh. And also, not too much of the movie's time is spent on that. No, it's so, really quick, and you're yeah. like, the fuck. Yeah. But oh, it's just such a well-told story, oh. and everybody yeah. did such a great job. And I was scared. Yeah. Oh that's... yeah. And and the bad guy was fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, one of the things I loved, and it's something that that I remember we were discussing, Six and I, about it, is it starts out as such a classic silent masked killer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And probably 10 to 15 minutes after that character is introduced... The script, the standard script is flipped. It's not even that long, I don't think. No, yeah. And, yeah, it's like ten minutes. And in. it suddenly, and I think Six nailed why it suddenly became scarier. 
because, oh, Silent Mass Killer, I know this, I'm comfortable with this. Wait, wait, why do you do wait, Stop that. And then it stop broke the that. rules. Yeah. yeah. You're breaking the rules. And, this is not good. And I wasn't safe anymore. Nope. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, as mentioned before... You have two lists. I have two lists. I have my favorites, and I have what I think are the best ones. Like, if you... There's the movies that I like the best, and there's the movies that I would tell you, these are the movies from 2016 you should go watch. Yeah. Right. True. So my number five out of the best is Southbound. Okay. So... I really like Southbound. It's a really good movie. It should you should watch it. Excellent. My number five favorite is Blair Witch. Hmm. Blair Witch also makes it to my other one, which is movies that didn't stick the landing, <laughs> because Blair Witch is really good. I'm a sucker for a time travel, time yeah. loop, any of that sort of stuff. Uh, but the movie in in the end doesn't advance the mythos at all. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't do anything for it. And when it. we look at the end of the movie and say if they've just done this, this, and this. You'd have had a better film. Yeah. Then yeah. you've done something wrong. Yeah. Um, so Blair Witch is my number five favorite. I would, I, I enjoyed the rest of that movie enough. It was, it, it was still really fun for me. It, it's a really good fan film. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's really what it, what it felt like to Yeah. Me. Just but it wasn't good enough to be what everything. Mm-hmm. So number five. My five is uh, Don't Breathe. Ah, that was a runner up for me. Yeah. That, that, that again was one that, that. You know, really scared me while I was watching mm-hmm. it. And I thought it was clever and interesting, and the character interactions were were yes. interesting. And it really veers into oh, that's not okay territory by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it it was an unsettling movie, and it, it would go really well with Hush, mm-hmm. actually, as a double feature for yeah, you know, the blind, uh, yeah. the blind woman or the the deaf woman and the blind man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so yeah, that's my number five. So. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Okay, so my number four is The Conjuring 2. So. Okay, yeah. Mine as well. Ah! <laughs> huh. <laughs> if, you're, if your top four entirely are completely aligned, I'm going to be really weird about <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, my number four is uh, The Invitation. That is my number one. I can believe that. Was that was... <laughs> Was the invitation this year? Yeah, it was. Yep. That would have been that, on my list had I known. I didn't oh. see it on any of the Dude, this year's list. Really? Did you? I sent you. <laughs> I sent you an entire IMDb list that I, had all of the horror movies. And then in I lost it, so I did my own research. Oh, I don't know. I lost it. I didn't see the invitation because I think I was out of town mm-hmm. when you guys showed it. So. Yeah, you were unfortunately. Um, It'd probably be my number my, three if I'd remembered it. My my top four. Are all strong contenders for number one. I, yeah. I had kind of a hard time uh, or, ordering these yep. last four, so I can absolutely see why. It's, it, you know, again, it's a really unsettling movie, and I just love the feeling of dread that it sets up and just yeah. keeps going with. Yep. Um, and it has a fantastic. I feel like I should have more to say about it, but I yeah. just fucking loved it. And it has and... a fantastic ending. Yeah. It ha- It's the most uncomfortable oh. dinner scene since You're Next. next. <laughs> oh, boy. And the thing that. the the, the the thing that really got me in with that ending is where the dread just keeps building and building and building because for like a moment you think they're safe. That everything's mm-hmm. okay. And then like the slow building realization that they're not. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. So your fours? Uh, my fours uh, are very easy. So I'm going to talk about something else real quick. My number four, uh, best number four is Hush. Yeah. Uh, best movie. So absolutely go out and see Hush. Uh, my favorite uh, number four is the monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the monster was awesome. Uh, it was tense. Uh, 
it loses a little bit because they eventually show the whole monster and the practical effect. And I, God, love a practical effect. And it's a dude in a suit with extra long arms so he can be on all fours. So, (laughs) I mean, it's it's still a great-looking monster suit, but they should have, like, kept it much more in the dark and... Not re- quick and, 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 and quick and, shots and, and hints of it like uh like the rest of the beginning the, of the what's, movie. What's the monster movie that that you that you had me watch? That uh, Dark as the Night. Dark as the Night. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You need to the, really. The way they hint. They yeah. Hint you need it. to hint at it. The 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 the, the rest of that movie, like ninety percent of that film, is shot perfectly. The big where they finally show it, it's like ah. Uh, Really should have stuck with the rest of it and kept it. In Thank God the rest of that was better. Thank God the rest of that movie is really good. So since those are really brief, uh, I was going to say movies that didn't stick the landing real quick because one of them, uh, there's three of them. There's Blair Witch. There's Under the Shadow because I found the ending of it, the very ending of it, very unsatisfying. So that's my critique of Under the Shadow is it just sort of ends, and so it's just it felt unsatisfying to me. The other one being a werewolf movie that I watched today called Howl. It's a British werewolf movie. Uh, the the very ending of it, the last little scene in it, um, is pedestrian. It, it, like like you could you could write that scene on autopilot. It just it was <laughs> nothing special to it, and somebody obviously did. It was just like, <laughs> really, that was that was the thing that you said. That's the closing note for this movie. Mm. All right, so those are my three movies that really needed a notice for that how they. They, they did not stick the landing. You'll hear more about Howl in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we? Uh, that was number four. So right. number three. Oh, I, my, my number four was Green Room. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay. So number three? Uh, I have 10 Cloverfield Lane. As do I. Yeah. That's my number two. So yeah. that, oh God, really man. Really solid. Like under uh, the the Ten Cloverfield Lane and like all these movies, like they're really my, hard to watch. My my, they, my only yeah. my only complaint about Ten Cloverfield Lane is that the title the is a spoiler. Cloverfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, because and because the whole care. whole I just didn't I, I I totally did because I would have liked to have watched the whole movie thinking, gosh, are the monsters real? But I couldn't because it's a Cloverfield. I I movie. did. I, I did watch it that way. How? Because I did, I did too, because they because said it was just... a spiritual successor to yeah, it. Yeah, okay. And yeah. so and not yeah. a direct yeah. successor. Yeah. So, so I was too. always guessing was... are they real or are okay. they not? Yeah. I you know, I... is he crazy or is he crazy? I Which felt, flavor I felt crazy pretty, is he? Yeah. I felt pretty firm that they wouldn't have put a movie with that title in the theaters if it didn't have an actual movie. Mm. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, monster. Could be not wrong. an actual movie. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. put the movie in if it didn't have an actual movie. That, right. that would just be a blank screen for an hour and a half, and I'm going to stop talking now. That was a movie. Which would have been better than The Forest. That I think. Burn! <laughs> I wonder if 10 Cloverfield Lane has a stronger scare factor for women yeah because there's that whole i you're in yeah you are stuck with a guy who is possibly crazy and his smallest actions that may not twig other men are completely hackles on the back of the neck raising oh he raised his voice slightly yeah danger 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 i would like you all to meet my stepfather without without the kidnapping that is what I grew up with, yeah. and why I have a, a fear hair trigger. I, I would not, I would not be surprised if it was a lot more harrowing for women. It's, it's scary. When I watched it, it's scary, 
but it's scary on an intellectual level. And that's in that, in that he's unstable. He is obviously, uh, you know, not somebody that you can. That, again, you, you, that he would go off at any moment, but right. it does not have that. Yeah, we we should mention here for anyone who doesn't know that that the character that we're talking about is played by John Goodman in a really a amazing, amazing. Yeah, he's wonderful. My number three is Lights Out. Lights Out was on was um, on my runner up list. Part of the reason it is so high up on my list is because of the creature design, of because how they design. Oh yeah, and and the, and it's fun. It's fun, but it was also it was just that right flavor unsettling where I went home and I'm like, so am I sleeping tonight? It wasn't as flat out terrifying to me as like Oculus was, but it was unnerving bothering, bothering enough where I'm like hmm, hmm, sleeping is this happening? favorite things with it is everybody had a very intelligent reaction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. did the like epically stupid thing. Well, right. I'm sorry, you deserve to die. Forced. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> well, that was, that was, Your I think, spine? its best selling point to me was all these characters are, you know, there's that joke of, well, if I was in a horror movie, I wouldn't do this stupid thing. And it's like, these are the characters that must have grown up with horror movies right. because yeah. they avoid the stupid yep. thing, including a character that they might as well have said, oh, and he's three days from retirement. Yeah. <laughs> lampshade, well, this guy's going to yeah. die. And he does not, in fact, uh, suffer the fate you would expect. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really care for it. Um, I, I I kind of winced when you said that the character, the, the the monster design was part of things you, you like about it because that threw me out a little it. bit. I like because I mean too. it's supposed to be like a ghost, right? Right. And and, and it seemed a way shadowy... too it seemed way too monstery to be a ghost to me and also i felt like it but was i like to be in a girl gone bad yeah yeah definitely also i felt like they, they they just showed it on screen for too long at a time i think part of the reason it worked so well for me is because when my insomnia is really bad and i haven't slept for a while those That's are the, the sorts kind of, of things thing i see out of the corner it. of my eye yeah. which is part okay. of why it yeah. was i went home and i'm like sleeping sure let's try that this was this was another case for me like with mama that i enjoyed the original short much more yeah and mm-hmm. in, in the original short you know showed the Hints. creature in it very very minimally yeah and yeah with, with this movie being like here it is it looks like this cool huh i was like Okay, I, and just never was scared by it. I think that the, the way you I like the way you summed it up uh, when you after we watched yeah. it was that you said that it's a movie that you liked all the parts of it. Yeah, but when it but the when it seeing it as a whole did mm-hmm. not work for well, you. Well, actually, what I was saying too is that is that I liked everything about it except the horror aspects. Yeah. Right. The, the performances were great. The story was really interesting. The character interactions were really good. Yeah. What but movie did when you give it was the success scary, in comparison to? It, it worked. Blank, blank, blank. Uh-huh. There was a the, movie that you used that exact... Oh, that it... That it yeah, I liked all the parts of it, but it didn't come... It was Southbound. Okay. Yeah. Southbound was the one that it, it... All the parts of it really worked for me. But the... Because the, it didn't have that through line. Yeah. So it didn't come together. Yeah. Uh, what about number three? Yeah. Uh, my number three best movie was Invitation. Yeah. So uh, if that's one of the top five, go see Invitation. It's it's friggin' awesome. <laughs> uh, my other my number three favorite uh, just edged in today, and that's Howl. 
<laughs> I, I love a good werewolf movie. Oh, and other than that last scene of the film, this is a movie that brings, that brought new things to the to the genre. Other than, you know, like, Sean Pertwee shows up in it literally just to die. Like, he should have just introduced himself and then just been killed by a werewolf. But <laughs> this movie, like, it, it it's... It's got a little heart to it, a little a little bit of that charm that leads into it. And if you've ever wanted to see a group of people go full soccer hooligan on a werewolf <laughs> and put the boots in it while it's laying down, this is the movie for you. You've been waiting, man. I, I wrote, I, I was texting Jen while, I, while we were talking, and just all of a sudden, all caps to her comes through, oh my god, this movie is fucking amazing, as they put the boots in on a werewolf. Just kicking just a big it. group, just, just yeah. A, yeah, just a group of them, just just mobbing all those this times werewolf. Where it's like if you all just fucking attacked him yeah. now, and they do, and then they <laughs> kick it, oh. just stomping can't, can't on can't it. Kick it. Oh, it was so good. Apparently, yes, you can. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I just did that. You know, can you kick it? Oh, I, I don't yes, you know what you're even That's quoting. It's an old rap song. Oh, okay. I'm I'm <laughs> way too white to have any idea what it's you're talking okay. about right now. So. <laughs> number twos. Number two. My number two is a uh, hush. So it's been it's been said. Yep. Mine mine was green room. We talked wow. about that. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Lights out. There you go. Uh, number two best. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I will say was a tough fight for me between that and invitation. But strictly on the performance of John Goodman, 10 uh, Cloverfield Lane got the edge. Yeah. Uh, my number two favorite is one we haven't talked about, and that's I Am Not a Serial Killer. I that is on yet. my runner-up, and it, I, like, I, I still want to see it. I I mean, we are absolutely going to show oh, it. Yeah, I, I, I saw, it I saw the trailer like for it. Times. I desperately want to see it. Yeah. It's it looks so fantastic. good. It is the only budding serial killer movie that I like. Right. <laughs> because he realizes he has these impulses, so he's doing all this work not to act on them. Yeah. And Christopher Which is Lloyd really difficult. I mean, I, I imagine it would be really difficult. difficult. <laughs> Christopher it, Lloyd has the uh, a career performance. Yes. It's it's movie. his John Goodman in 10 Cloverfield Lane performance. Yeah. It's it's uh it's such a uh, a good and and it's a movie that you can tell was made with such joy and love yeah. in that in this Everything. film. Like everybody loved making this movie. And then the creature design is, is is grand. I bought the book after Jen and I watched it, and the movie is better than the book. The okay. book um, is a little bit of a young adult a Dexter knockoff. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it, again, it's a serial killer trying not to be a serial killer, so he sets up rules. It was going to get an honorable mention. Because and the monster, the monster, so the, the end of the book, the monster is not as good as it is in the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's... I am so glad it rated that highly because no, it, if, it, if there it was, got put on and taken off my list like three times. If there was, if there were if this one and then there's one other one, but there's two movies that, that gave me the most joy from watching it. It's, it's, uh, I am not a serial killer. Uh, and I, I I can just go on to my number ones because you know yeah. might as well. So my number one best room best movie was Green Room. We've already talked about it a lot, but Green Room. I think if there's one horror movie sort of thing that you should watch, it's Green Room. But brace yourself. But man, should yeah. you not watch it? it it's not. Um, it's not for casuals. 
No, no. It's, it, it is an amazingly really? good movie yep. that you will <laughs> yep, watch once. I said that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I, my, my co-host on Fanboy News Network, Daniel. No, uh, there's no way in hell. He, that's, that is not a movie. He calls himself the special snowflake. He, 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 and, and, He's going to be Tekla when, and, yeah, know, when she grows up because and, she's just... Yeah, yeah he asks because, again, it has actors he really likes in it. And he and uh, we discussed We're it on the pretty show. Hardened and, horror fans, and it was a fucking yeah. tough one. Yeah, and I told him, "You no, dude, no, just no." And, but, he, and he's like, a, "I trust you, so he no." Yeah. yeah, and there's a bunch of people I know that, you know, that I think they go towards the more slasher end. Mm-hmm. They like the you know more violent, and they're like fucking loved it. I'd watch it over and over again, and I'm like, okay, but okay, you, you see. Know, I like more slashery films than you do generally, but this felt more grounded and realistic. Yeah. And so therefore, the it, violence in it, it was, was, yeah. worse. It was that much more I, I, I mean, you know, if somebody gets cut apart in a Friday the 13th movie, like, so yeah. fucking what? Yeah. You know, that, yeah. but in this, it felt like the characters were people that horrible yeah. things were happening to. Yeah. yeah. It and made even more... Fuck 2016, because... Tough, yeah, fuck Anton, yeah. I was just going to say... Anton, Anton Yelchin, Yelchin, such a great uh, role. And, yeah. and yeah. such a yeah. performance. horrible... Horrible, like an uh, the, the recall had been done on the vehicle that he had, that it 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 would gave every impression that it was in neutral park, or yeah. park and it wasn't, and it literally rolled yeah. towards him and crushed him. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's just such a such a horribly like I just feel so terrible for his parents that yeah, something something so senseless took such a bright star. Yeah. So uh, another thing that we have done that we talked about a, f- a fair amount is my number one absolute favorite movie, the movie out of 2016 that I will rewatch happily at any time. Lights Out. Lights Out was it's so good. Fun. It's fun. a yeah. it's fun. It's yeah. cohesive. Mm-hmm. It's it's tight. There's and, not any wasted time. And it's so All, respectful. And thank God it doesn't have that fucking jump scare at the end. Oh, oh yeah. God. And the question mark. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because because it would it would it, it would cheapen this it. It's rather spoilery. Yeah. You know, it cheapens it. It would cheapen it because there's a huge. Um, there's a huge sacrifice. There's made. a huge sacrifice made. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and and if you have this jump up, it 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 takes away from her sacrifice and the yeah. fact that it lets everything end knowing that she had sacrificed herself yeah that's yeah that's Every, like re- realistic characters who have honest relationships respectful well, ends for things realized characters too i mean they all had their own motivations yes. who understood how they interacted with one another even the they kid. all grew even the yeah. kid. which never yeah. happens in a movie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. God. The kid, not the greatest actor no, per se, but, but, but the but, but the, motive, written, the, written, the writing yeah. is yeah. there. Yeah. The story, his, his story arc is solid. Yeah, no, yeah. the whole thing was 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 really good, and I will. And you know, it's not so heavy like a green room, which is again why I had to make two lists because yeah. Yeah. green room I think is the best movie that 2016 had to offer. But by God, do I would I never recommend that to, to people? No. Lights out, I'll recommend hands down. Yeah. yeah. Well, and here's then, the difference. What would you have on the background at a party? See, Lights that, out, I, no problem. See, but like, I don't, yeah, I, what would I have I in the background of the party? The Neon, neon demon. demon. It was super pretty. <laughs> as long as you're not listening to it or imagining that anything put, interesting is happening, it would be great. I have a hard put anything I really respect on as a background at a party. I, I don't know. Yeah, for me it was always Army of Darkness. So what the heck? Queen of the Damned. What do I know? Oh, dear God. <laughs> Queen of the Damned is so so pretty and so gothier okay. than thou. Oh. You, have, you have hurt my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I own the damn movie, but 
Oh, One of these days, I want to make an edit with some video software so I can put the the deleted scene where the the elders rise back oh, into it yeah. because it's yeah. it's actually some pretty cool sequences that actually explain why these characters come out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, right, in, the, yeah. in, the, in the theatrical edit, it's like, who the hell are those people? Who's that kid? You, so, which, which you why is Claudia book? Black in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> so if why isn't Claudia Black in every movie? Well, true. <laughs> really? So if it this reminds me because talking about. The horror genre and 2016 saw the release of a new <laughs> Anne Rice book. Oh, God. A new book in the Vampire Chronicles, Prince Lestat and the Realms of Atlantis. Yep. And you may be thinking, vampires under the sea and mermaids? No, no, no. Space aliens, space under aliens. The sea. Which under are birds and space birds. Space birds. Oh, um, oh, so, so this this is the vampire that Stargate Atlantis is what <laughs> somebody was saying on, on a thread I read that it seemed like someone's excellent Stargate Atlantis crack fic that <laughs> that got a hold of from Anne Rice and it's I am a hardcore Vampire Chronicles fan. I admit this. It is my my tragic weakness. I'm not gonna reread this one. <laughs> I, I actually took the hardback edition, signed hardback edition off of my Christmas list because I... You're like, I don't need another copy of that thing. The line had to be drawn in the sand. It's so it did. It did. Wait, I got, I got to be the snotty older brother for a second. It is, it is a weakness. It is not your tragic weakness. My you chemical, can just be quiet. My Chemical Romance? There's nothing tragic about that. No, no. Bass players. Oh. Shut up! <laughs> I didn't marry one. It's true. It's true. That, so, that so number one. Things that so are number more one. bloody. Where uh, my number one was hush. Muddy. Hush. Under the sea. You're closer. Hit him. The, the, the Atlantis thing. Under the sea. Vampires underwater. Hit him. See, it's funny. Hit, Under hit. the sea. Thank Ow, you. my spine. Ah. Uh, one spine. Just, you you blanked you, hysterical. You, you couldn't even. Hysterical. Deafness. I couldn't even. <laughs> so. And after this last couple fucking time, that that I didn't think I couldn't even anymore. But apparently, <laughs> you broke my even. Anyhow, so my number one is number. hush. Just to get it out <laughs> before is, the violence begins. <laughs> so invitation Continues. and lights out and my number one was the witch. Okay. Uh, I want to throw out uh, kind of an honorary mention because my favorite horror movie that I saw this year did not come out this year. It only came out in 2007, 2009. Uh, but when I think back on what did I love this year, this kept rising to the top. Uh-huh. And that was The Loved Ones. Oh, yeah. Um, which is brutal and darkly funny on occasion and pretty and kept me guessing. And it was just the most fun I had watching a horror movie. Um, so, yeah. This I was a weird year. It yeah. was a weird year. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, even though the, all of the, the movies we mentioned are, are really good and really solid, it feels like there wasn't a standout for the year. There was like, no yeah. It Follows. There was no It Follows. There was no The Babadook. You know, the, yeah. so the previous yeah. years we've been like, well, you know, there's this, and then, you know, what's everything yeah. else? But everything was, I mean, yeah, it was all quality. Um, I... Would have liked a little more fun, mm-hmm. or just something that I watched and was a thrill ride, right? Yeah. Um, so I have an honorable mention, okay, and that is Purge the Election Year. 
That's my honorable mention because that was actually a lot of fun. It, it was a I lot was, of yes. fun. So okay. I had I, I no watched... interest in seeing any of the Purge movies before this yeah. until this one where I saw the trailer and I was like, that one actually looks like it might be so interesting. I watched the first one. It was kind of like, eh. And I yeah. haven't seen the second one. I'd probably watch it now. Because what has happened is they went no. horror. Because <laughs> they were kind of like just like they home keep, invasion They keep movies. just going so more like, eh. action movie. Yeah. And right. so a Purge Election Year is very much just an action movie. But they do a really good job okay. on it. Oh, okay. It's a, it's, it's a really good. It's and I don't it's like a it dystopian, enough for them to show it again. But right. it's a dystopian future government. Yeah. Which yeah. is awful and horrible and oppressive Aww. and how these people combat against it and and fight against it. So it was it. very timely. So it was very timely. Yeah. We just didn't I, know it when we I, watched it. I don't think I can watch anything with dystopian horrible governments right now. I just well, I don't think I can. Except no. in this one the the good guys win. Well, okay, but yeah. so one thing I was thinking about on this track is you know, it is when these kind of horrible social things are going on that horror films really get a resurgence. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I am. I am expecting a resurgence in horror. I know. I've, I've heard now. like, oh, the poetry and the punk and the and the horror movies. Like, I would take a fucking slack year if it would give us a decent president. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I'm not arguing yeah. on that point. I'm just saying God. because of what we got, we'll at least get some good horror. Yeah, well, um, I think we're definitely going to get some good horror. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the thing I was thinking, because you're talking about movie you saw this year, not from... Because yeah. the one movie that, that really stuck with me this year that I saw mm-hmm. was uh, Final Girls. Yeah. It's a fantastic Oh, God, movie. was that only... Did you only show that this year? It was early yeah. in the year. Um, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was really I don't early remember in the year. When, I don't remember when we watched it. I thought, I, remember, I thought we watched it in the fall of last year. I thought we did too because it was like my number two movie or something yeah uh, yeah maybe it was i just i don't know maybe it's because it still stayed with me yeah yeah uh, i mean i mean it's what six was saying about a standout it's you know the i don't know if uh, how many of the movies from this year are going to stay with me yeah exactly. whereas like it follows and the babadook and final girls are movies Rainer, that well. still well yeah stay with me by the way i really and this is a game i play with six sometimes after i listen to episodes of don't read the latin i'm always like hey that was great except did you know this thing and yeah. just real quick the uh when you did your anthologies uh-huh. one movie you guys didn't talk about was black sabbath, black sabbath. which mm-hmm. a as a kid is an anthology film that scared the hell out of me but the reason it would if you'd actually had got it in there the final segment of black sabbath is the horror film they keep showing on the background of the Babadook. Right. I've yeah. just never seen throwing it. Throwing that out um, just because, hey, I never get to do this on the air. I only saw like the first ten minutes of it. I'm just like, meh. And I'm not sure if that was the mood I was in or yeah. what, or if it just wasn't my bag. But, yeah, that's why it didn't didn't come up is because I only had kind of seen yeah. a bit of it. I think the movie that I would bring up, just kind of going through 2015 horror that I didn't see until after the year had turned, was uh, The Gift. Uh, which was the Jason Bateman. Um, it's almost oh. more of a thriller. The guy yeah. comes out of nowhere and starts hanging out with his yeah. wife and, well, he, and everything. Well, he, he, he's an old high school yeah. acquaintance. Yeah. Um, and it's really fucking scary. And then it comes out that um, he's much more of a... Um, the guy who's the lead of the film, it comes out that he was much more of a bully mm. Okay. in high school. So he kind of fucks with him. Hmm. And it's, um, did you say you hadn't wanted to watch it because it had some consent issues? Yeah. It yeah. was really up in the air as to whether or not the consent issues actually happened, but it's very much the threat of yeah. whether or not they did. Hmm. So, 
but it was really, really good, but I didn't bring it up because it, it came out right at the end right. of the year, and it's just something I didn't hear about until after it had passed, but mm-hmm. I saw it this year, so... And I don't think I don't think I mentioned I don't think I'd seen Bone Bone Tomahawk last year. Oh, uh, right, yeah. yeah. But I did see it this year, and yeah. again, that's another. You know, it's not going to be in my best of this year because hey, it another harrowing movie. To, yeah, yeah. But know, that completely. one, I there, I still enjoyed that one. Was harrowing, but I enjoyed it. If you decide you want to rewatch it. Watch it with Pete. Watch it with Pete. Pete <laughs> really wants to, and Pete's a huge fan of yeah. westerns. Oh, right. me too. It's a very good western. I have, um, being a, a, yeah, a, yeah. A I have, I have the new. Um, that I just haven't gotten to see yet. Um, in the Valley of Violence, I think it's called. It's the new Thai West. That is a western. Oh. What? No, I didn't hear about this at all. Yeah, I've got oh, it. I haven't watched and, it and, yet. And one thing that keeps frustrating me uh, when I was composing this list is that one of my favorite things I've seen this year, I can still not talk about yet. Because oh, it was uh, it was the midnight. No, 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 no. This was this was um, a a complete pre-release screening. You know, you know, a test screening oh, for nice. a film. Not not a major release. But, but you had to do a non-disclosure. Yeah, okay. and I really really enjoyed it. And once it comes out, I can't wait to talk about it. But I I wanted to put it on my top ten, and I can't. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because oh, number eight for the year is a movie that I can't say anything about. So at number seven, I have. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah exactly. So, where, did, where would me? it have slotted in? Just out of curiosity. Um, actually, I, I pulled that that number out, out of my ass, but but eight or seven is probably yeah. about probably about it. All um, right. Well, I am tired. Yes. But this was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and this was a really good, really good discussion. Yeah. I love having you all here. Okay. So. <laughs> I, I accept this. <laughs> yes. Uh, that sounded kind of, kind of like more of a where are you going with this, Jen? <laughs> well, it's the usual. It's the usual, like we get on Friday nights. We watch, oh, yeah. we watch the horror movies. I love you all. Get out. Get out. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thank- get up really early in the morning. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for listening for this past year. We will see you again in 2017. And to- we're going to get through it. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. through it yeah. together. Yeah, definitely. And check out our website, uh, www. Read us and review us on iTunes. <laughs> our website, which is... <laughs> Our website, which is www.don'treadthelatin.com, uh, where you can find links to our social media presences. <laughs> probably not. No, that, that's not even a word. But do it. Sure. Click the link. Click the link. We're just going to do it. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>